Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com. 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Game day podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Game day, the appendix. Thank you. Welcome. I say thank you. Thank you for downloading the Game Day Record Book Podcast Appendix uh, with me, Danny Kelly, and Tom Rennie is still here with me. I'm delighted to say uh, after the weekend. Um, now, we will get on to what, the sort of flotsam and jetsam of stories from the outer um, spiral arm of football, if you like, very, very soon. But it's worth noting, Tom, I think, and well, by the way, welcome. Uh, it's worth noting, I think, that this is a very auspicious day for the Premier League and their plans for global domination because having made radio and television their their absolute servants they're now moving on to other platforms an amazing raft of premier league games but all available for those of you who already subscribe to amazon prime yeah um which includes myself because of course i i must get those king, king crimson box sets delivered free of charge yeah you live in the west so you've got amazon prime <laughs> yeah. you know what else can you do <laughs> exactly where else do i order cookie dough and toothbrushes uh, at four in the morning to make sure they're delivered in four hours time it is extraordinary There's no other way. It? it is extraordinary and uh you know i love the fact that amazon now and we're really careful a very litigious company um they're now advertising sort of tours of their warehouses to try and attract employees yeah a lovely place to work, I think. We also partner with Amazon, so I have no comment on this whatsoever. Oh, do whatsoever. we? Do we? They're we, great. We do indeed. They're a wonderful they're, company. They're great. Um, but they've got some brilliant games. I mean, for, for, for a start, um, I, and I will start if I may, um, Manchester United against Spurs, which mm. just looks like a normal game until about 10 days ago. And then it, we see the great schizophrenia of this game. The Manchester United fans remember Jose Mourinho squatting at the side of their pitch, a dark malevolent sort of purple and dark green figure like a like a, a reptile that had gone had gone feral on you um and literally he he was i thought turning manchester united into mordor yeah um and now we see him aided by the lilac color of spurs's training gear uh, tr- doing his level best to convince us all that he is sweetness 
and light and trips through the long grass each morning to work, happy. Are you convinced by this that he's become a flower child? I mean, he has already turned a ball boy into an unofficial mascot for the club. I mean, that guy's career is going to go through the roof and immediately through the floor as soon as he makes one mistake at a game. Oh, no, but he will be, he will be on uh, Celebrity Big Brother next year, won't he? Um, I, it is, the first does, actual celebrity. Does it still work, Celebrity Big Brother? Is it still think? on? Don't think it have is. Have you been no. on one of those shows? No, no. Why no, have no. you not been on one of those shows? Um, I could see you in the jungle. Could you? I could. I, I could t- see you I do it. I would love to do it because you get an extraordinary amount of. Uh, can only be described as cash to do it. Yeah. Extraordinary. I well think you'd paid. be fantastic in the jungle. I'd love to see you underwater chasing mm. Jacqueline Josser. It's one of my. It's my upper course. People who are of a certain. Uh, how can I put it? Superbly upholstered. Water is their natural element because you're weightless. Yeah. Love swimming. I think you'd be fantastic in it. Yeah. Uh, this, this should be the start of it. Let's get an agent campaign, onto it now. Yeah. The ball so get Danny on Danny next year. On jungle next year. Of I'll course. fly over there with you and I'll be in the hotel waiting for you to come back. I'll keep. I'll hold. Before. So, do am I convinced by Mourinho's new persona? Is that how we started this? Obviously not. He'll be in the jungle next. Um, uh, w- That's the only club that will take him. Um, ITV club. Since I, I mean, I just told you, you get a lot of money for doing jungle. I know because my my oppo Danny Baker did it a couple a couple of years ago. Yes. So I know exactly how much you're going to make. I'm not going to say that because, of course, there are tax implications. But I also know how much Jose Mourinho was getting for a day's work at Sky. Wow, yeah. And so I don't even think that celebrity uh, jungle, let me out of here, I'm a worm or whatever it's called, would be that attractive to him because that man knows how to hold down a pound note. Do I, am I convinced about his new Fotherington Thomas uh, Hallows Trees, Hello Sky personality? No, I'm not. Um, I think it's it's right for him to do that, to show some change of character from the awful being that he'd become. Yeah. Um, at, grimmer worm tongue um, at Manchester United. The question is, after two defeats in which Spurs' defence continues to concede three and four goals at a time, then we might see the real man emerge. Let me tell you this now. They are not going to concede two goals against this atrocious Manchester United side. It's it's, it's a great they thing for me. They conceded two goals. You got- know what I love about Jose Mourinho? He keeps failing up, and I think that's fantastic. Everything about Spurs right now is better than what he would have had at Manchester United, and they, they are going to go back. He is going to go back to Old Trafford in midweek. And they're going to destroy them. I told you, the Premier League is nuts this year. It's one of the reasons I'm enjoying it. Here we go. Tottenham have the least clean sheets of any team in the Premier League. They are fifth. I mean, nothing is nothing makes any sense you anymore. You can be fifth with four wins. Like, that's insane, isn't it? It yeah. is insane. They've, they got, they've actually got five wins now. They're Sorry, really, going into the weekend just gone They're booming ahead yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. It's nuts, isn't it? But this game, uh, this is the perfect game for Jose Mourinho. His smug little face... When Hung Min Son gets round the back of Harry Maguire and slots in Tottenham's third, I can't see any scenario. What, what, what's great is Man United were all going right. What we want to do is nick what Tottenham have got. So let's have their manager and let's have Harry Kane and let's get all of Tottenham's best players Harry here. Dyer. And it's actually happening the other way round. So now the manager has already gone to Tottenham. In a few months' time, they'll get Nemanja Matic. Yeah, so you That's definitely happening. You're so hurtful, aren't you? That will happen though, right? And you're going to be really happy to have Where's him. Where's he going to play? Uh, in the heart of your midfield when Eric Dyer has his monthly break from the game. Okay, thank you very much indeed for that. The Mersey derby. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, we do need to it's say... Hard to, it's hard to preview this because you don't know who's going to be managing, do you? As we record the programme, Marco Silva remains the manager of Everton. We d- I don't expect him to be there by the time we get to this game. Uh, and we might need to get Jeremy to hasten the edit all of this out by the time it goes out. Uh, but I will say that, this. Marco that... Silva's pathetic little face when they lost against Leicester. He looked like such a man alone, didn't he? And I didn't think it was pathetic. I must admit, I thought... I, for, Did you feel for, sympathy? A little bit, yeah. He's a human being after all, you obviously Tom. Have, you have no fondness for Watford then, do you? 
You can't well, do if you feel any sympathy for that no, I get, turncoat. I, I get, I get that. It's just that when you're really With struggling in life, boy hair. and it's a 96-minute winner, including the offside um, underarm. Um, yeah. you know, it never no, uh, 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 but this is going to be tough. Like, but to be fair, we thought Leicester might absolutely wallop Everton. They didn't. But I've got and lump. Liverpool only win by a single goal. That's the way it's been going for it. So I don't think it's going to be a, an absolute walloping. Now bear in mind that we don't know what's going to happen, but there is one lovely possibility of this, though, of course, and that is the technical area where, if what I imagine will happen, if they haven't got a new manager and they do have to let Silva go, we could see Jurgen Klopp at last confronted by somebody just as big and hairy as him. Come on down, Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> Duncan Ferguson at the Merseyside derby against Klopp. I'm looking forward to it hugely. I wonder if Duncan Ferguson will complain about the cold on Merseyside in the same way He's that Scottish. Jürgen Klopp did. Did you see Klopp at the weekend just gone where he had like he snooed up essentially to his eyes? He looked a little bit like he was searching. What's that thing in... Uh, in Star Wars, where they go out on the beast and they put the, yeah. the thing across their face. Yeah. I don't know anything about Star Wars. Is that coming across? Good. Uh, more of a Star Trek man, personally. But it's like he was out on his weird little terrible horse with his terrible CGI. How Star Trek? Uh, quite. Mickey Quinn, you ever worked with him? I have met him. We never worked together, sadly. Obsessed. I know you used to have your Star Trek feature oh, uh, yeah. on your show. Oh, yeah. Of course, Star of course. Trek News. Star Trek News. Where we used to play the Star Wars music yeah. to drive people nuts, yeah. And people went for it every single week. In the good old days. Yeah, in the good old days when people could go mad on the internet without the police interfering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they got the Merseyside Derby, Manchester United against, uh, against Spurs. Um, Leicester Watford. Oh, dear. I think that could be an absolute mauling. Now, again, we don't know who the new boss is, but I'm assuming it's one of the old bosses. Maybe Marco Silva is back at Watford at this point. I don't know. Uh, but Watford All sorts of have names been have been utterly linked with it. appalling. Um, Craig Dawson coming in the summer. They thought that was a good buy. They were happy Watford fans with Craig Dawson. The good thing is that Ismail Assar played against Southampton. They got the wrong one, didn't they? They should have got Johnny Evans. Yeah, that's, that's the yeah. one everybody yeah. wanted, and he's been yeah. fantastic for Leicester. Uh, Leicester didn't thrash Everton the way I thought they would. I think they will thrash Watford. This could be an embarrassing scoreline. And Watford, I mean, they've been embarrassing since May. And if they don't realise you have to actually compete to be in the Premier League soon, they ain't going to be in much longer. Now, you know more about technology than I do. So what are the odds? You must know nothing about technology. I know a tremendous amount of technology. But uh, I thought because you help with the podcast here, you might be right across it. I leave our producer, Jeremy, to all technical elements. Jeremy, come near the microphone. He's sat here. Get to a microphone. Take what, time, no rush. What in your? Yeah, we don't want to go home. What in your um, expert opinion are the are, are the chances of Amazon streaming to several million people and the thing standing up? Uh, pretty low, and I have <laughs> heard from sources close to me oh? that their streaming of the U.S. Open tennis was very, very much delayed. So any Premier League that you're watching on Amazon it may actually be two or three minutes behind what oh. is actually happening. The, uh, the but it depends the... on your internet speed, right? And right now we don't have a 5G network because of the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, so what are we going to do? Like We don't have the, the speed to cope with it. I just wondered. I just wondered whether... Incidentally... Just Insider to give, information just as well. To, just to give you... Uh, From uh, Jeremy Bezos. I uh, Up in the, in the hills where I live in Ireland, we have really, really terrible internet right at the moment um which despite living right underneath the mast i can see the mast uh, over the hill it's less than a mile away i told him in an acoustic shadow <laughs> so i go to my supplier no names the no new pack, album no names no pack drill i go to the follow-up album i go to i go to them <laughs> and say we're getting unbelievably in fact negative internet speeds you know what he said to me go on bring in the router 
and we'll take you off 4G and put you back on 3G. No one's on that, so there's quite a lot of space. No. That's what he said. Did it work? I haven't done it. I'm on my mug. <laughs> Pay your 4G price, we'll give you your 3G. That's that's exactly what he was trying to do. I'd rather have rubbish 4G than take advice. Give me what I paid for. You know me better than that. Um, Will you you watch one one or all these matches on Uh, Amazon? I will be doing live commentary on Thursday for our international partners here at TalkSport of Arsenal Brighton. I'll also be working on Wednesday when there are six games, uh, some brilliant games that night, including Wolves-West Ham, which I originally had tickets to, right? Uh, so James Field and our colleague here was going to take me to Wolverhampton for the day. What a treat it could have been. Hold on, hold on a second. Let me reverse there. Reverse. Who are, who are Arsenal playing? Arsenal are playing Brighton and Hove Albion who Thursday they night. Play, who do they play this weekend? Last Norwich weekend? City. Who do they play the weekend before that? Southampton. Southampton. Do they ever play a team outside the bottom six? They can't I, beat anybody. It doesn't they, matter. I, they never play a team. I've noticed this. They never do. Every weekend comes. I'm looking on the internet, but I pretend for the sake of radio that I'm opening a newspaper. And I go, let's see Arsenal. What's a newspaper? Who's, who, who's going to whack Arsenal? They're always playing Watford or, <laughs> or Southampton. Always. And you just said it again. 17th time this season, Arsenal Brighton. Watford. Yeah. That's what they're Keeps doing. Happening. I'll tell you what is interesting about the, the Amazon kickoff times, though. For the first oh. time ever... We are going to have two brand new kickoff times for these. Ooh. So all the feature games are going to be 8.15. So that is on Tuesday, Burnley, Man City. On Wednesday, the Merseyside Derby. And on Thursday, Arsenal, Brighton. If you're listening to this podcast outside the EU, you can hear that with me. Uh, and Jason Yule, I believe, on Thursday. Don't miss the action there. A three-hour show. 8.15, so it's getting later and later. So it's getting later and later, which means you finish later and later. That's great. I'll never get me tea. I'll be f- That's why we couldn't book Paul Parker. No. He needs to get home for his tea. For those of you who are regular listeners to the Game Day Record book, and um, we often have to rush the shows Paul is on because Mrs. Paul has whipped up some kind of spaghetti or pork chop dinner. Yeah, and um, he needs and to get home. Yeah, he, 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 he wants to go uh, home. She cracks the whip, and rightly so. He's undisciplined. But the early games are 7.30. How many people across the country are going to get there at 7.45 or 8 o'clock and go, we're 3-0 down already? It's a generational Watford thing. Watford fans, probably. Generational thing. When I was a lad, the kickoff time was 7.30 for evening kickoffs. Is that right? Absolutely, I have yeah. never known a 7.30 time. No, Not in Premier League history. I mean, I, and I don't go back. I'm I talk, refuse. Champions League, you wait for the cup. I'm pretty sure 7.30 was the time. Because this year we've had the 3.55s, haven't we, in the Europa League? And we've had the 6.15s and we've had the 8.05s. It's now more complicated than the, than the old BR timetable. And that it's is saying difficult. something. Let's move on to a couple of stories that I think we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't draw people's attention to them. Um, I'll start, if I may, with the story of a player that I think um, fans of West Bromwich Albion be, will be re- 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 remembering. Marcus Rosenberg, a Swedish striker, um, has played for a million years, um, was back at his old club Malmo where he started age five in 1987. I love the way football is now. They, I mean, I saw, I saw De- Declan Rice and uh, Mason Mount. I'm doing a, a yeah, began my career 20 years ago. I'm they, 21. Yeah, they literally, um, as embryos, were signed up by football clubs in London. Marcus Rosenberg played his last ever game for Malmo, a club that he'd graced in different guises across back, you know, it wasn't it the whole time, for 32 years. Mm. He's 37 now. Um, it was a Europa League game between the two sides. Um, and not only did he play the game, but uh, it was all going along very swimmingly. And uh, beforehand, they did they lit up the entire stadium. You've got a word for this. They call you? it a tifo. A tifo. A tifo. Where you you know you're which basically is held up a big banner. They held up a huge banner, um, praising um, praising uh, Marcus and his contribution to Malmo and to Swedish football. 
And that's all going very well. And Europa League was dribbling along. 96 minutes had gone. And the referee is adding on, uh, you know, the, the the requisite amount of time, even though these when these dead rubbers and they're playing, and people are saying, like like Paul Parker saying, yeah. can we not get home to our meatballs? Get here? me chops on Sheila. Yeah, come on. And uh, it's the Europa League. Where were you? Ninety six minute. Uh, Malmo have one last desultory attack. The ball comes across the penalty area from the right. Who's there in and around the penalty spot? Marcus Rosenberg, and whether or not. Um, whether or not uh, the Dynamo Kiev goalkeeper was in on it, I don't know. But the ball slams into the net. It was like like Matt Letizia's last ever goal, if you like, at St Mary's. That important. And it led to a 4-3 victory for Malmo. So in his last kick of his entire life spent at one club, he scores the winner in a European game. Hats off to Marcus Rosenberg. I don't know what the Swedish is for. You couldn't write a script like that. But I All guarantee right. you that's what that commentator said. Yes, I think I was... Uh, uh, the, 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 that's what they the, would do in the Muppets. The, the command, yes, I know. The Swedish chef is just brilliant. But for those that are listening, they might not know that. Well, they I, might not be as old as us. You know, they might have thought you were just taking the mic exactly. out of the way. Exactly, that was a real reference. Yeah. Honestly, that yeah, wasn't just xenophobia. <laughs> that was a Muppets joke. That was, uh, that was one striker. You want to tell us about another? Oh, I have to tell you about this, and I'm desperate to get her name right, uh, because it was so impressive. She deserves it. Viviane Medima... Uh, scored this weekend for Arsenal, Arsenal's yeah. women's team against Bristol City women. She scored in the 15th minute, the 32nd minute, mm-hmm. the 36th minute, the 51st minute, the 56th minute, and the 64th minute, whilst also assisting four other goals in an 11-1 win. A wow. double hat-trick in the Women's Super League. Um, and it was just an absolutely phenomenal achievement. So six goals... I'm glad you read at the time. He's two assists. Yes. No, four assists. Four assists. So that means one of them she didn't have any part of. There is one goal she wasn't paying any attention for whatsoever. She'd done so much at that point. Lazy. I assume she went for an early bath and they scored another one. And of course, when I see a scoreline like Arsenal uh, women 11, Bristol City women 1, the question that always comes to mind is, what was the circumstances of Bristol's goal? Now, I don't expect you to know. I know it was scored in the 85th minute by Daniel. Game on! Game but on! But I, I haven't seen the goal. I've only seen the Arsenal goals. When I, think, I think maybe because they realised no Bristol City fan was going to watch it. They didn't put the Bristol goal in the package that When I you're 10 or 11 up, how can you... How, how, I mean, hats off to the, to the women of Bristol for keeping going there. One extra thing about this that you're going to love... I'll Vivian, be judge of that. <laughs> she scored... <laughs> Uh, she was involved in 10 goals in this game, right? Scoring six and assisting four. The previous record in the Women's Super League for goal involvements by a single player, would you, Adam and Eve, who it is, Vivian Medema, who did it five times in a game against Liverpool in September 2018, scoring three and assisting two. And in the last word on this, the appendix from the Game Day Record Book podcast with Tom Rennie and me, Danny Kelly, we know from previous editions of this award-winning pro- podcast what you have to do when you suffer a defeat of that magnitude. They have to sack Eric Edmund. <laughs> the Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds updates on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com. 18 plus. Be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.